This is Pastor Daniel Yeboa, and that's uh, First Lady uh, Evangelist Janata Yeboa. Um, today, we know it's Palm Sunday. Um, this is Lightweight Church of God in Christ, Arena of Release and Breakthrough. And also, I want to remind us that today is Palm Sunday. Yes. If you have anything to share with us about Palm Sunday. It's just such a blessing to celebrate this Palm Sunday. And I know that you will be encouraged as you hear this word of the Lord today. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Um, This is where it all started. I said it in the last uh, broadcast. But I have a word for us this morning. Um, Benefits of the kingdom of God. We're still um, uh, um, uh, learning about the kingdom of God. Let's go to um, uh, Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. If you have your scriptures, um, I'm going to read the Amplified Version first. And so to remind you again, I'm talking about benefits of the kingdom of God. Is there any benefits to um, experience the kingdom of God? Last week, I was talking about the kingdom of God. And let's look at, firstly, could you read uh, Matthew chapter 6? Verse 33 for us. Yes. And the Bible reads, but first and most importantly, seek, aim at, strive after his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right. The attitude and character of God and all these things will be given to you also. Hallelujah. That's sweet. All these things. But go again to the King James Version. Same, same verse. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Amen. Amen. So um, even in this situation, in these times that we are living in, we are to seek, we are to go after God. Go after God by experiencing the kingdom of God. And as I said last week's message, the kingdom of God is a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. We experience it. Now, um, this means that the kingdom of God, just like any earthly kingdom or country we are familiar with, has benefits. Mm -hmm. So United States provides some benefits and privileges for its citizens or any other country. But let's look at the word benefit. Let's go deeper into the word benefits. I'm going to be looking at the word benefit as a noun and then as a verb. So benefits as a noun is advantage, an advantage or profit from something. Mm-hmm. An advantage or profit from something. And then benefit as a verb says, I love it. Receive, you receive an advantage, which means what? Claiming it. To receive something means to claim it. Everything about the kingdom of God is already set and done. What? Through the victory that Christ won on Calvary Cross for us. So we are to position ourselves to receive it, to apply it, to live the lifestyle of the kingdom of God. Now, if there are benefits, there are also privileges. Now, what does a privilege mean for one that is a citizen of any country, any kingdom, or the kingdom of God. 
It means special advantage available only to particular person or group. Privilege is a special advantage only to a particular person or a group. Hallelujah. Jesus taught us how to pray to claim the kingdom of God on earth. If you go to Matthew chapter 6, verse 9, the Lord's Prayer talks about that. And this prayer lets us know that there are two kingdoms. There are two kingdoms. So if there is the kingdom of God, there is also another kingdom, the spiritual kingdom. We have the world we live in, which has Satan as its God. We have the world we live in, which has Satan as its God. And then we have the kingdom of God that this hour I'm talking to you about. These two kingdoms has its privileges for its citizens. The kingdom of God has benefits and privileges for those that live the lifestyle or experience the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of Satan also has its privileges and its benefits. But last week, I made mention of every country having its own what? Tax system, healthcare system, religious or spiritual system. Religious or spiritual system refers to what spirit rules over that kingdom or that country. What spirit rules over United States of America? Hallelujah. Because it was a, a, a leader of the country Haiti in the past called Duvier. Duvier, when he took over the presidency of the country Haiti, he went into a pact with the witch doctors, with the witchcraft, to rule over the country Haiti. But we as America, even on our money, the dollar, it stays in God we trust. So, which means what? We uh, proclaim or confess to be a Christian nation. Hallelujah. And that means the religion or the spirit that rules over the United States, so to say, would be that of God. Each country has its economic system, its laws, its police, its military, and social institutions. But Jesus said, if you live the lifestyle or experience the kingdom of God and obey the law of the kingdom, hallelujah, Amen. which is the word of God, the laws of the kingdom of God is the whole word of God, your Bible that you have with you, or if you're going to look for one after I'm done speaking. That is what and its righteousness means. So Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. Its righteousness means what? Obeying the word of God. Obeying the word of God and all these things, all the benefits and the privileges, all the blessings you have been seeking for will be added unto you. And all these things refers to the benefits which come from the kingdom of God as we experience it here on earth, not when we die. Not when we die. Satan is the God of this world. So all who subscribe to him 
are under what? His influence and power. People who subscribe to Satan do it through demons we allow to operate in our lives or we consult for help. How do we consult for help? When you go to the psychic, when you go to the palm reader, or a witch doctor, or whatever means, which is not of God, you are consulting for help in something. Let's look at scripture in John chapter 10, verse 10. It's a very familiar scripture. Probably most of us watching me this hour probably know about it. Could you read John chapter 10, verse 10 for me? The Bible reads, The thief cometh not, but for to steal, mm -hmm. and to kill, and to destroy. I am come that they may have life, and that they may have may have it more abundantly. In other words, those that experience the kingdom of God on the lifestyle receive what life exceedingly abundantly overflow. But let's look at the encounter that Jesus had with the devil after he had gone into fasting for forty days and forty nine. The word of the God in Luke chapter 2, uh, Luke chapter 4, I'm sorry, going in the beginning. It said, after this fasting, Jesus was tempted. The spirit of God led him to the wilderness to be tempted. Can you read um, Luke chapter 4 verse 2 to 13 for us? Luke 4, 2 to 13. Being 40 days tempted of the devil, and in those days he did eat nothing. And when they were ended... He afterward hungered. And the devil said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, command this stone that it be made to bread. And Jesus answered him, saying, It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. And the devil, taking him up into a high mountain, showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said unto him, All this power will I give thee, and the glory of them, that it is delivered unto me, and to whomsoever I will, I will give it. If thou therefore will worship me, and shall be thine, all shall be thine. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan. For it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Amen. And he brought him to Jerusalem and set him on a pinnacle of the temple and said unto him, if thou be the son of God, mm. cast thyself down from hence. Mm -mm. For it is written, he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee. Yes. And in their hands, they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. Mm. And Jesus answering said unto him, It is said, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Wow. 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 And when the devil had ended all the temptation, he departed from him for a season. Hallelujah. Which means he came back over yes. and over, season. keeping on to try to tempt to win over to his kingdom. Beloved, I, we just read a scripture that vivid, vividly described what the kingdom of Satan has to offer those that seek after 
this worldly kingdom, and must sometimes say the Babylonian system of the world today that we live in. But before I go ahead, I want to remind you that today is also communion day. So as you're watching me, you could at the same time move around. If you don't have a communion cup at home, you could look for a piece of bread, look for a brand new cup or glass and fill with juice or soda or water. Um, why do I say we should look for a brand new cup or glass? The communion is something that is holy. Mm -hmm. So look for a, a, a cup or a glass that you don't freak, uh, commonly use around the house. And after my sermon, we shall break bread together. So let's look at us a citizen of the kingdom of God. Let's look at some of the benefits one after the other. Let's look at the first benefit. As a citizen of the kingdom of God, we inherit delegated authority. Delegated authority. Let's look at Acts chapter 1 verse 5 to 8. Acts chapter 1 verse 5 to 8. Acts chapter 1 verse 5 to 8. Okay. If you could find that. From the Amplified Version? Um, any version that you have should be okay. 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 And the Bible reads, For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized and empowered and united with the Holy Spirit not long from now. So when they had come together, they asked him repeatedly, Lord. Chapter 5 to 8. John, oh, Acts chapter 1, verse 5 to 8. That's what I'm reading. Acts chapter 1, verse 5 to 8. Yes. Yes. Continue? Yeah. Okay. So when they had come together, they asked him repeatedly, Lord, are you at this time reestablishing the kingdom and restoring it to Israel? He said to them, it is not for you to know the times or epochs which the father has fixed by his own authority. Mm. But you will receive power and ability when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witness to tell people about me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria, and even to the ends of the earth. Hallelujah. So what did Christ promise? You will receive what? Power. When the Holy Ghost come upon you, we are to be seeking those that are under the influence of the kingdom of God, to walk in power, delegated authority. But this power we receive by faith. Let's look at what Romans chapter 1, verse 16 to 17, what Paul said. Romans chapter 1, verse 16 to 17. Okay. Romans chapter 1, verses 16 through 17. And the Bible reads, I am not ashamed of the gospel. Mm. For it is the power of God for Hallelujah. salvation Hallelujah. from his wrath and punishment to everyone who believes in Christ as Savior, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Mm. For in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed, mm -hmm. both springing from faith and leading to faith, yes. disclosed in a way that awakens more faith. Mm. 
as it is written and forever remains written, the just and the upright shall live, live by, by faith. faith. The just shall live by faith to receive the power. We have to trust and what? Believe in God. That's what faith is. The just shall live by faith. Beloved, in every earthly kingdom or country, the status of citizenship is necessary to identify people who will be loyal to the leadership of that country, to the president or the king of that country. And what is the purpose of that loyalty? To enable that country's leadership share power with the citizens. Look at, at the democracies around the world or United States, the greatest democracy of all times. You have to be a citizen of America to vote. You have to be a citizen of America to vote. That's how the country shares power with you as a citizen. And this helps identify those that will be lawyer when authority is delegated to them. So how do we become citizens of the kingdom of God? It is by being born again. Being born again by spirit and water. Let's look at John chapter 3 verse 5 to 8. John 3 verse 5 to 8. And the Bible reads, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Mm. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. Yes. And that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, Ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth. And thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst tell whence it cometh, and whether it goeth. So it is everyone that is so is everyone that is born of the spirit. The born again experience is a spiritual transformation. It's a process that you go through starting with your spirit. That is what it's saying. And as the impact of the wind blows, you only see, you know, the the objects around you moving, trees moving. That is how you feel the impact of the wind. Now, being born again means one that has believed in Christ, accepted him as Lord and Savior over his life. One that has accepted salvation through Jesus Christ and asked Jesus to be Lord and Savior over his life. Now, what are the steps? Let's look at Romans chapter 10, verse 9 to 10. Romans 10, 9 to 10. If you could read that for us. And the Bible reads, that if, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Hallelujah. So this is the process to accept Christ and for salvation to be applied to your life and also become a citizen of the kingdom of God. Well, why? One who is not born of spirit cannot hear the voice mm -hmm. of the king who rules from the realms of the spirit. If you are not being born again, you cannot hear the voice 
of the king, Jesus, who is the king that rules in the realms of the spirit. This means you have to acknowledge Jesus as Lord over your life so that you obey what the king orders. When his lordship over your life, you will obey what his orders are, what his instructions are, which is the word of God, whether written or spoken. Now, our salvation is a covenant relationship with God the Father. Salvation, accepting Christ as Lord and personal Savior, when you come to that agreement, it's like a contract. It's like a covenant you've come into with through Christ with the Father. And that requires that you obey his instructions. So he does what the promises are in the covenant. It is a contract. says, if you do this, I'll do that for you. But when you obey his word, his instruction, then he what also fulfills the promises in the covenant. Now let's look at the second point. Another benefit is inherited rights. Inherited rights. The kingdom of God has both what? Spiritual and earthly dimensions and is woven together in reality. Spiritual and earthly dimension that is woven together in reality. When one is born again, he or she becomes a citizen of the kingdom of God with full privileges in both the spiritual and the earthly realms and can function in both. You can function in both the spiritual and the earthly dimension of the kingdom of God. Now, the third one, let's look at life eternal, which is the part of the spiritual dimension. Since the kingdom of God has spiritual dimensions, when a citizen of the kingdom of God dies, he or she continues in eternal life, eternal glory, in the spiritual realm of the kingdom of God, known as what? Heaven. When you die as a citizen of the kingdom of God on this earth, that is not the end of your life. You will inherit another kingdom, which is heaven. Hallelujah. After your death. Let's look at what Jesus said about heaven. Uh, John chapter 14, verse 1 to 3. Is heaven real? As some people argue against it. Let's look at it. Look at John chapter 14, verse 1 to 3. And the Bible reads, Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. Yes. And if I go and prepare a place for you, yes. I will come again. Amen. Mm. And receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So, but in contrast, those who are not citizens of the kingdom do not inherit the kingdom of God at their, their death. So you don't ex- go into eternal glory and be with Christ in heaven. But let's look at where you go. First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9. It is expedient that you accept Christ. It is expedient that you must be born again. Let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9. 
And the Bible reads, do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit or have any share in the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor infeminate by perversion, nor those who participate in homosexuality. Mm, I didn't say it. So Matthew 13, 30. Let's look at Matthew chapter 13, verse 30. Let them grow together unto the harvest. And at harvest time, I will tell the reapers, first gather the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned. But gather the wheat into my barn. And uh, 49, Matthew 13, 49. So it will be at the end of the age, the angels will come and separate the wicked from the righteous. So the source of this is the parable that Jesus Christ gave about a man that had a, a farmland and as he planted the right uh, the right seeds someone came and planted bad weeds mm. and uh, Jesus was asked so how could the right seeds be identified should the bad weeds be taken out and that was the answer of Jesus Christ wait and let it all grow together at the end we will see the good and the bad at the time of harvest. Mm-hmm. At the time of harvest is judgment, where Christ the judge will sit on his throne and judge the right from the wrong. Those that live the lifestyle, experience the lifestyle of the kingdom of God, will inherit heaven. But those that did not will be removed and inherit hell. Hallelujah. Although non-citizens of the kingdom of God can live under the covering while on earth, at that they do not inherit it, but are taken out. Let's look at the fifth point. It says, as citizens of the kingdom of God on earth, we receive life in every area of our lives. We receive life. 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 Let's look at Romans chapter 14, verse 17. Romans chapter 14, verse 17. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking what one likes, but of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Joy in the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. But look at, pay atten- let's pay attention to the, the spiritual chain. Let's look at righteousness. Righteousness, righteousness produces Peace, living a righteous lifestyle. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. So here Paul is also saying righteousness produces what? Peace. Mm -hmm. And peace produces joy. And joy produces what? Strength Mm -hmm. in time of weakness. This time that we live in, many of us are broken. We have no hope. Our spirits are down. Hallelujah. With there's fear, there's anxiety. Mm. Our our economies, our system of the world is not the same as we started this year. But the word of the Lord makes us understand that if we seek God in this time, the kingdom of God and his righteousness, mm. we shall inherit this spiritual chain in this time of crisis. As God keeps us, hallelujah, mm. we shall also see the manifestation of his blessing. So the joy of the Lord will be our strength this time if we live the lifestyle, if we live under the influence of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. But this same life that I'm referring to 
And also, uh, Jesus spoke about in John chapter 10, verse 10, it also brings to a protection. Mm. Protection over whatever is going on. Sickness, disease, and infirmity. Protection from harm and danger. Mm. Protection from the snare, the plunge, and the attack of the enemy. Provision and supply. Hallelujah. Your needs being met, both spiritual and physical. But on the other hand, as we read in um, the book of Luke chapter 4, the encounter with Satan and Jesus. Satan is the author of confusion, killing, stealing, and destruction, but cannot fix. He cometh to kill, steal, and destroy. This is the sign the evidence that certain demons are operating. When you see this sign around your life, in your house, in your relationship, on the job, wherever you are, in the business, know that there's evidence that the operation of the Satan and his demons is within. So, see, Satan, he could destroy, but he cannot fix. And everything that he gives is a way to lead you to destruction. Yeah, he might give you something temporary, but at the end, it will lead you to destruction. And so that's why Jesus said, I have come so that you might have life. So it is only Jesus that could provide life. Hallelujah. But let's look at supply and blessing. Let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18, as I bring this uh, uh, sermon to an end. Could you read Deuteronomy 8, verse 18? Yes. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swear unto thy fathers, as it is this, this day. For it is he that giveth yes. you Power. power. It is he that gives you insight. It is he that gives you visions. It is he that gives you dreams. The unction to determine where blessings are. The zeal, the capacity. Hallelujah. The leading and the guidance. Leading you to where the blessings are. It is God that gives us, us that power. But in, in his covenant, in his covenant. Hallelujah. Remember I told you salvation is a covenant. When you obey the word of God in the covenant, God has his promises. That is what the word of the Lord is letting us know. As he was spoken to the Israelites when they came out of bondage and captivity in Egypt. Hallelujah. These times that we are living in, it's not ordinary times. Hallelujah. And we are to what? When everything else fails, the covenant of God that we have will be strong and will be manifested. But how do we remember God in all things in this time that we live in? We do re we remember God by appreciating him, mm. being thankful, giving to support God's work and also giving to help the needy in society. This is how we remember God for if we are faithful in the little things, doing these things, then God will what? Release greater power for us to make wealth. Greater power for us to tap into what is going on now in our economic system. God has something for you. Be blessed. And seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Mm 